into some stuff and talk you out of your, your thing. But that's really what I feel. I feel like that's what the spirit of Elijah, what the Lord wants to do, is he wants to establish us in the way the kingdom of God is designed to work, the way the kingdom of God is meant to work, and the only way the kingdom will work over a long period of time. Otherwise, it gets perverse. You just have the relational part. What you turn out to be is a bunch of people navel-gazing, not reaching outside themselves. But if you just have the power thing, everybody's ego gets, seems to get in their way, and things get blown up and get messed up. But you put them both together, there's this tension that really causes you to, to walk in relationship, but not just be hung up on each other, which gets boring after a while. You hear what I'm saying to you? To be able to reach out outside of yourself with the power of God and with this power of relationships. Do you understand what I'm saying to you this morning? Now, I believe this is what God is saying. I will make you those people. God will take responsibility for it. We don't, all we've got to do is offer ourselves to Him. I will make you those people. I'll pour that, that spirit out on you that will ta- cause you to become that. Amen? I mean, He will do it. He will do it because He's offering it to us. And we are living in that time of the end where God is going to pour out His Spirit, the Bible says, on all flesh. That has never happened in history. But all flesh is going to get touched by the Holy Spirit. And we need to go ahead and jump on the bandwagon now. Amen? So, thank you, Lord. Um, Anybody want to receive that this morning? You know, yeah. I... (laughs) I don't know how any of this stuff works, but by faith, I want to respond to the Lord. By faith. And just, you know, and it really comes down, honestly, you know, is you have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. That, that's what it really all comes down to, surrendering to the Holy Spirit and letting Him have His way. And He may reign on your parade. <laughs> he probably will. I mean, if you surrender to Him, I promise you He will one day. He does that. But I just want to pray and us pray, Lord, yes to you. Yes to what you're wanting to do, Lord. You know, it's really true. When I get in the presence of the Lord, I love everybody. I really do. I love people I don't even like. I love people I'm out with. I want to go get right with them when I'm in the presence of the Lord. But when I'm in the presence of me, I have re- I got my list of reasons I want to be out with people. You know, but when I'm in God's presence, I want to be reconciled. Because God's reconciling. That's what He's doing. It's God doing it. So, Lord, we just want to pray to you this morning. We want to say to you this morning, Lord, we want to be those people. Make us those people, Lord. Make us those people. Lord, we don't want to stay the same. Lord, we are serving you notice that we need you, Lord. We need you. We need you. Don't lead us to ourselves, Lord. Lord, we love you. We love your presence. Don't please don't leave us to ourselves. God, we ask you today, Lord, we want to be a church that are those people. Whatever form it takes, Lord, we don't want to work that out. We want you to work it out. You'll lead us through it. But we're saying, Lord, if you are making that offer to us, that you want to pour this spirit of Elijah out, Lord, if you want to release relationships to us, real relationships, Lord, forget this church stuff, Lord. We want real relationships. Real stuff, Lord. Stuff that's real. Lord, we want to walk in real supernatural power. Lord, we don't want to give our children to the witchcraft and to the occult. We want to walk in it, Lord. Yeah, Lord, help us this morning, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Lord, we ask for a spirit of prophecy to come on us. 
Lord, we ask you for dreams and visions. Those are the things you said would happen when you poured out your spirit, Lord. That's the thing that you said would happen. And Joel, you'd say that, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. We ask you for that. And guess what happened on the day of Pentecost that was not in the Bible? <laughs> this is what happened on the day of Pentecost that was not in the Bible. Their Bible. Joel talks about God pouring out His Spirit on all flesh, young men's dreaming dreams, old men seeing visions, your sons and daughters prophesying. That was what Joel said. And them guys got drunk. They heard the sounds of a mighty wind. They saw tongues of fire. They saw... Uh, they had tongues. None of those things were prophesied by Joel. Isn't that a perplexing thought? <laughs> Peter was up there using that to justify people of doing what they were doing. <laughs> and it wasn't there. In the Bible, see what I'm saying? The Bible blows your brains out when you really start looking at it. Here's Peter here preaching his heart out. You know, this is that which the prophet Joel spoke of. Well, I didn't see anything in the prophet Joel about tongues. I ain't seen a thing in the prophet Joel about no mighty wind. All he said was prophesying. Y'all don't seem to be prophesying to me. I ain't. There's nobody dreaming dreams. There's nobody having visions. Isn't God wonderful the way He is so much greater than our understanding of the Bible? It is fascinating. I mean, it's like. How can that be? God wants to pour out His Spirit. This is what He was trying. What I heard Him saying is, Byron, you gotta let me do what I want to do and quit putting your rules on it. If you'll let me pour myself out, I'll pour myself out. Amen. But I might do something that you can't necessarily figure out theologically. Like Peter didn't have that thing figured out theologically that day. Yeah. God is bigger than our understanding of God, and God is bigger than our understanding of the Bible. And we need to surrender ourselves to God. And the Bible clearly says in Luke 11, if we ask the Father for the Holy Spirit, He will not give us a scorpion or a rock, all these demonic things. We can be rest at peace when we ask what we're going to get is the Holy Spirit. Now, that is biblical fact. That is what that is, biblical fact. And we need to stand on biblical fact, not our experience, not church experience. Amen? Now, this is the truth I'm telling you this morning. We need to start believing it. So, Lord, we just, you know, commend ourselves to you. And maybe the Amy could come out here and sing us a song. and <laughs> That'd be a good thing. Come out here and sing us a song, Amy. Yeah. Don, you got something? As long as we're talking about visions, as Byron's just been speaking, uh, I saw the ocean, and uh, I was reminded, you know, uh, most people who live inland, when they go to the beach, they usually like the waves to be about this high. And when the waters get, when the waves get over your head and so forth, most of them stay out of the water because when they walk down to the water... Uh, they feel the undertow, and if they're inexperienced on their feet, they're going to wind up on their seat. Let's see. But people who are raised by the shore know a secret, and that is that when the waves are high, the idea is not to keep your feet on the ground. Uh, there's a place in every wave where if you will dive into it, which is actually dive upward, 
what will happen is the pressure of the water as it is crashing towards the shore will squirt your body out and up and your whole body can come out of the water on the other side. It's an exhilarating experience to come out on the other side. And nothing but the edges of your two big toes seem to hold on to the water. And people who live near the water look for those kind of days where they can go into the water like that and just be squirted out. And most of us wind up on our seat because we don't want to get our feet off the sand. And I think that that's what part of what God is trying to say to us, is that we have to take that leap up into what looks like a, a wall of water that's going to crush us, and it isn't. It's going to bring us out on the other side to something that is exhilarating in God. That's a great word. They're gonna, we're going to end on worship, you know.